Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Shell Gross, and I would like to introduce Shepard Joyner, running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board, seat three. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement as to the educational, vocational, and civic experience you have which qualifies you for this office and why you are running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board. Absolutely. Um, for starters, I work for a program called Whoopin Soccer, which is an artist in residency slash arts education program run by the University of Wisconsin. Um, and for the past three or four years, that has allowed me the opportunity to work really closely with school staff, especially in MMSD elementary schools. Um, beyond that, I am very close with a number of school staff in the school district, just as a, on a personal level. Um, and through my work with Whippin Soccer, I've become connected to individuals in the UW-Madison School of Education Division of Curriculum and Instruction, which is a fantastic opportunity for me as someone who has my whole life been interested in the field of education. Um, Beyond that, I do have experience in community organizing as well as political activism. Um, and I was inspired to run for school board um, as an opportunity to stand up for my community um, and to be a representative for members of my community that I felt were being underrepresented um, sort of on all levels. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do that. What are your plans for seeking input prior to decisions on major issues? So first and foremost, I would love to make myself available to the community directly. Um, because of my work with Whippin Soccer, I do have a fair amount of schedule-wise free time, which I am hoping will allow me more time to connect directly with the community and allow myself to be directly available for feedback. Um, and beyond that, I'm hoping to be able to maintain regular listening sessions with the community so that they can come directly to me at sort of regular intervals and be heard and listen to what what answers to questions they may have. What do you think MMSD has done well in terms of responding to the pandemic? And what would you like to see done differently at this point? Oh, yeah. Um, first and foremost, I think that, that MMSD has done a fantastic job of, of adapting on the fly in this, in this pandemic. You know, we know that the situation changes drastically sometimes within 24 or 48 hours. Um, and I think that MMSD has done a fantastic job of sort of rolling with the punches and taking it as it comes um, and being really adaptable and being sort of unafraid to adapt as needed. Um, and I think that in, in the spirit of that and in the spirit of continuing that, I think that something that MMSD can do to sort of elevate that and decrease friction and frustration in the community would be more proactive, clear messaging about what decisions are being made and why they're being made. The Surgeon General recently highlighted 
increasing rates of depression and anxiety among teens. What do you think Madison schools should be doing to respond to this? I think that that's something that there are a wide variety of, of approaches that one can take. And I'm personally a huge fan of diversity of tactics. Um, so I believe that there's, you know, whole armfuls of things that we can do, whole toolkits that we have to address that. Um, and then specifically, I'm thinking things like more trauma-informed practices among school staff, more trauma-informed training for school staff. Um, specifically speaking of just this pandemic alone, this is a massive cultural trauma that everyone is undergoing. Um, and I think that in order for us to properly address what's going on with our students, we need to be educated on, on what's going on with our students so that we can address it properly. I think that that's a great foundation. I think that that would be a great sort of jumping off point. Um, and I think that, you know, beyond that, there's whole swaths of things that we can do. And I think that the first thing that we should do is be consulting with professionals and experts in the field of addressing these issues so that we can get some really clear evidence-based best practices. Concerns about safety in our high schools have led some people to call for a return of school resource officers. What is your position on SROs and what else would you promote as a member of the school board to address the safety concerns? Yeah, um, first and foremost, I think that it's been, I don't think that we've spent enough time without school resource officers to make a clear decision on whether or not they should return. Um, and also, you know, once again, this pandemic is a massive extenuating circumstance. Um, we're not operating under ideal circumstances right now. And I think that we should allow ourselves more time and more grace to adjust to that. Um, and I'm, I am personally a firm believer in alternative methods um, for behavioral management in schools um, and especially restorative and transformative justice practices. So I think that that's personally where I would like to see our resources focused towards in regards to school safety. Our schools face gaps in achievement and disparities in absentee rates across racial and ethnic groups. What would you propose to address these disparities? I think that supporting students' home life would be ideal. Um, and I understand that the school district doesn't necessarily have the resources to do that. Um, I think that beyond that, um, following evidence-based best practices, as I've said before, um, and also specifically really focusing in on what each individual student needs to succeed. I don't think that there's a one size fits all solution for attendance or achievement disparities. I think that this is, you know, we're, we're seeing that these things are affecting particular demographics and that's vital to pay attention to. And I believe that there's no one size fits all sort of best solution. What would you like to see the district do to enhance recruitment and retention of teachers, especially teachers of color? Uh, I think first and foremost, the district needs to be proactive um, and the district needs to acknowledge that the, the onus of recruitment is on them. Um, marginalized individuals, especially, especially in academia, are deeply, deeply discouraged from participating, let alone excelling. Um, and I think that 
the bare minimum that we can do is being proactive and reaching out to those communities directly and saying, we want to provide an opportunity for you and we want to value your work and we do value your work. And we are showing that by being proactive and by taking the initiative to reach out and to ask what, what you need to feel like you're supported here and what you would need to succeed here. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? I am thrilled for this opportunity. I, my main goal is to be a resource for my community and to help, to help facilitate healthy communication and to help build a really strong partnership between, between sort of all facets of the MMSD community. I want to thank Shepard Joyner for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that election day is Tuesday, April 5th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.